and welcome to episode 12 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brennan, call me Nighthawk Weber, and I'm here with... Richard Camping Dragon Medina. That's my boy. And if you hear a couple click-a-roonies, it's because uh, Ricky is still playing a game. So, yeah. But... Sorry, everybody. You know, just got to put in that work. You know, someone's got to. Uh, cool. Um... So, I know we just talked, like, two days ago, so, well, technically we talk every day, Ricky, but, uh, what's going on? How you been, dude? Good. How about yourself? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Living that dream. Living that dream. Uh, Is that the dream? It, I guess, so. Uh, we, uh, we're going to the main event next week. Are you excited about that? What? The main event? I have no idea what the main event is. I've never been there before. What? It's like, um... Dave and Buster's, I know. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know. It, it should be fun. I mean, we don't have to pay for anything, so that's fun. I hope not. Yep, yep. So, so they're going to drive us and everything? No. No, we have to pay for gas, I guess. It is in Tempe. Uh, no fun. Boom, we won. Oh, wait. No, that's just the first round. <laughs> Boom. Got it. Oh, hey. Oh, wait. Uh, so oh, I'm going to get us started here. Uh, today okay. we're talking patch 7.14. 7.14. 7.14. That is definitely... I'm so sorry. Uh, anyone who listens... <laughs> To Jessica OK Gamers, I completely ripped that off. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, 7.14. Uh, kind of a big patch, <laughs> I would say. Um, so yeah, let's just uh, let's just get into it. Uh, Ricky, you just you just shut your little mouth until I'm done reading these, and then you can hop in. Sound good? Okay, okay fine. Okay, we're gonna start with uh, Champions. Uh, so Kane is finally out and about and ready to play. Uh, we will talk to talk about him at the end of the patch and talk about kind of like how we feel about him. Uh, so the next one is Alistair. Alistair's damage reduction on R is increased. Uh, next up is Caitlyn, attack speed per level down. It's kind of big, but she needs something done with her traps. She's, stu she's still too fucking broken. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on. You got the choke app. These are pretty big actually. So now E only applies to next three auto attacks, uh, but does significantly more damage. Q mana cost down, W silence duration up at earlier ranks. Uh, moving on, Diana, I played her today. Uh, passive attack speed now procs off spell casts and increase with E rank. Passive now restores mana, sorry. Uh, Q cooldown reduced at early levels. W mana cost reduced at early levels. Moving on to next, we have Fiora. Uh, passive movement speed down. R no longer grants Duelist Dance movement speed when near the target. Pretty big uh, for her. Next up is Garen, the pain in the ass. Passive modernization and buff in parentheses. Uh, w now grants damage reduction and tenacity briefly after activation. E, 80 ratio per spin up. Jesus Christ. Um, 
Moving on, Ivern. His W uh, cast range has decreased. That's the Bushmaker. Uh, wow, it, that's halved. That is a big. That is a big nerf. Uh, went from sixteen hundred to eight hundred. Um, good. I don't like Ivern. So uh, next up is Ramus. Uh, self slow on W decreased in intensity. Um, cool. Uh, another big one here is Singed. Uh, new passive grants movement speed when passively passing by other champions. Based, uh, base and scaling health increase. Q damage down, AP scaling up. W now grounds enemies within. So if you remember, um, Singed used to have the passive where you stack mana. You get, um, you get some other kind of stat, I think. Um... Yeah, so you no longer gain health based on maximum mana. That's what it was. So now he has this like slipstream kind of a thing where if he's around someone who he hasn't been around before, an enemy champion, he get he gains movement speed, which is pretty fucking strong. That plus now his uh, W, his adhesive on the ground, uh, grounds you, kind of like how um, Cassiopeia's Miasma does. And then to help with this him not scaling uh they increased his uh base health scaling um so yeah um pretty strong uh i wish jared was here uh when jared does get back on the podcast we'll uh, we'll talk to him about it uh moving on to mr Tarek. mana regen increased at early levels q heals more charge model update okay uh e cooldowns higher early lower later e deals more damage and stuns for the same duration at all ranks uh pretty big especially now that uh tanks and playmaking champions are played supports that's pretty big and moving on to the final champion we have yorick miss walker base damage down early game uh matings of the miss health up late game miss walker is more responsive graves more consistent uh, I think York is actually um, pretty OP. Uh, he's one of those characters where you just play him a little bit and you've got pretty much everything you need out of him. So uh, that's going to be scary. Uh, he's like the Gnosis of the world. But Gnosis is getting a buff next patch, so we'll see about that. Guess uh, what? You're done. You win? Yep. Dang, look at you. Doing big things, man. Doing big, big things. things. Perfect. That's good timing. So, um, who are we on? We're on Yorick. Oh, we, we just you we, just I finished. Just them all. finished. Hell yeah, dude! Whoa. I just went through these like they were nothing. So, uh, besides Kane, because we're gonna talk about Kane in a little bit. Uh, do you have anything about any of these? Do you want to go through each and just say your little two cents on each one, or no? Um, I think Alistair is. I mean the. This was a good start for him, but I think it's gonna, he's going to need a little bit more work before he starts getting picked regularly again. Um, Caitlyn, like you said, this isn't enough to bring her back into contention. It will help, and I'm sure there's going to be Caitlyn people out there who are abusing her when she's overpowered that are going to be like, Ugh, she doesn't feel the same in an auto attack. That's whatever. Um, Cho'Goth, it's really going to matter whose hands he is in but i did play a match recently against the chogoth that ended the game with six thousand health and 16 kills 
So yeah, he's definitely he's, gonna be um, he, a he's band strong. for me. Yeah, he's uh, on threes anyway. He's definitely gonna be a, a one of my bands for sure. Yeah, he's definitely strong. So I, I think he's gonna have some balancing in his future. I don't think they're gonna because he they made him really strong. Um, I do like the change on verbal spikes. I do think that four percent maximum health per hit is a bit much especially since it stacks up with your your fee stacks also because i look at that and i compare that to like someone like shen's q and shen's q is it like they've nerfed it so much that it's not it doesn't do nearly as much damage as that does and shen's q can't stack the way that this does so i feel like that is really strong for just being released uh diana uh, the changes are questionable. I do like the fact that her attack speed isn't just like you only get it when you get your three hits. I like it that now it's actually um, it's like something it's a reward you get for landing your skill shots and everything. That's cool. I don't I didn't feel like she was that weak to begin with, so I think she'll be fine. What really? I think yeah, um, no. I think Diana is, should have a rework soon. Um, I, I feel I, like they did this okay, as like, so uh, I, like a soft rework. I agree with you on that she feels like she might need a rework soon because she her all of her moves and everything, like her animations and all that stuff, it feels very linear and very old. Um, that's the only reason why, though. As far as power goes, I think she's like fine. As far as her strengths go, a good yeah. Diana can still run a game. So, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll just do my two cents now. Uh, I did play this. I played Diana earlier. Uh, I do love this champion. She's actually one of my favorites. Basically, uh, the the next three auto attacks gain twenty percent after using a spell. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it sounds good, right? But she's more of a I don't I mean maybe maybe I play her wrong um but the general I can't play her at all so like the <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to say is uh you do a combo and then you auto attack until your combos come back up right so mm -hmm. the with this new thing uh it's kind of like Lee Sin like you get the most damage out if you are you know, Q, auto attack, auto attack, ulti, auto attack, auto attack, auto attack, yeah. W. Yeah. But you don't want to do that as Diana. You want to be able to Q, ulti, initiate your W so you get the W proc and you get a shield for any kind of return damage. You're literally like mashing those three buttons together almost instantaneously because you're using your ulti to gap close. Um, and then, but the thing is, by the time Diana gets off the three auto attacks and all of her abilities, who she just jumped on should be dead by then. I, she I, shouldn't have jumped on a tank if that's well, the case. True, but I mean, um, I mean, she's still squishy early, right? And she, she doesn't really do too terrible much damage, especially when she hits like right at six. Like that ulti doesn't really do damage it kind of just puts you on top of the target um yeah but her passive does a crap ton of damage yeah if you get the third auto attack off like so so her original thing is she, i mean she's still gonna be strong anyway because if you play her correctly you're gonna auto attack minions twice to proc 
or to get to buffer to the third auto attack. Then you Q ulti onto them, auto attack. Um, I would assume hit your W. You would also want to do W also. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing you're really benefiting from this is you're going to be hitting E. So you'll get a full rotation of your auto attacks off of that already. So I I don't know. It seems the same to me, to be completely honest with you. Um, the, the, the Diana I just played against, her strategy was to... Q, and then walk up to your face, um, hit E, and she would get the the auto attack speed off of that, right? And start auto attacking, and then she would do her burst combo because by then her, her Q is back up. No, the no the original combo, the combo has always been you auto attack twice to buffer the third auto attack because it does the, the most. Then you Q, yeah. and then as your Q is hitting them, you should already be on top of them with your ulti. So if you time it correctly, by the time the end of the strike hits them, you already have initiated your ulti, and it's landed, so that way your ulti is refreshed automatically, and now you're on top of them. And now mm-hmm. you hold, you hit your W on the way there, obviously, so you do instantaneous burst damage. And then as they're either trying to walk away, um, that's when you pull them back in. And then um, if you have to use your ulti right again to finish them off, or by that time your Q should come back up, then you Q, then ulti them again. So that's that's how, that's always been the combo. Uh, with this, it, it kind of incentivizes you to put in more auto attacks, but I don't know if that's actually... I don't think you would actually do that, though. So that's just what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, it feels nice, actually, when I played it, but I don't think, uh, I don't know. It, it feels honestly the exact same to me because the combo is still the same. And I don't know, probably because I'm a silver scrub or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I don't. I, Mr. Gold 5 over here calling Oh, that, that's yeah. right. That's right. I'm gold, motherfucker. I'm gold 3. What are you talking about? Gold 3 and 3s, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm just curious about this one. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'll keep playing her. I think... She she's definitely in need of a rework, and I feel like they did this kind of like to like uh, maybe we can fix her, but I, I don't know if she still feels the same. So that's all I'm saying. Go for it. I don't know. I feel like anytime I run into her in solo queue, or if I run into her on threes, aside from the one that I just played against, is Darius. She's a terror. I think she's um, pretty. I mean, maybe because I play her, but you dodge yeah, the queue. If you dodge the Q, you can dodge a wrench. Uh, she's one of the snowballing champions, so yeah, obviously if she's snowballing, it's going to make life miserable. But if she cannot land that Q on you, she can't double proc her ulti. And she's all about burst damage. So if you could withstand that first blunt of burst damage, she has nothing else for like quite a while. Her cooldowns are kind of, kind of long for being a burst mage, I guess, that has to jump literally on top of you. So... Um, I don't know. We'll but see. thinking about it, I don't know what they would do to... But I'll leave that to Riot. Let's move on to Fiora. Um, Fiora just got the her passive nerfed, and she got uh, the fact that her passive would, would automatically... Um, she would automatically gain the movement speed of her passive when she would use her ultimate. That's gone now, and her movement speed on her passive has been lowered her damage numbers haven't changed though i think i think this is 
Like, I think pro players could easily play around this, and that's a big reason why this was nerfed. Um, Garen. Have you seen this? Yeah. He's okay. a fucking beast. So, so Garen, they changed his, uh, his health regen passive to instead of uh, increasing at levels or being 2% at level 1 and then increasing at 11 and 16, now it's 2% at level 1, it's 8% at level 11, and that's it. And then when he's below 50, is it 50% or 25%? It's 50%. 25% at level 1 and then 50% at level 11. Okay. When he's below that, it doubles. So if he gets below 25% before level 11, he'll get 4% maximum health regen. If he's below 50% health after level 11, he'll get 16% health regen. Yeah. It, and also, the cooldown was lowered on it. Now at level 1, it starts at nine seconds like it is right now but then once he hits level uh level 11 it drops down to a four second cooldown so all he has to do is walk out of combat for four seconds and he will start regening and he'll regen fucking fast and i've watched it happen and he wins fights that way now it's yeah. like a whole new mechanic with him. Like before it was kind of the plan you would walk out of combat you'd wait like usually is quite a while until late game and then you would come back in so at least the enemy would have a chance to like get you but now he's just a monster like i'll i'll be surprised if we don't end up seeing at least one pro game with this guy because these changes are crazy i don't know Um, about i don't know about pro game uh just because he is such a linear champion that offers a silence as far as cc um i I do agree with you. His passive is is so strong that he he literally should not ever have to leave lane, like yeah. unless he wants to go by. Like yeah, that's pretty fucking strong. What's he's even just, crazier is, is his is his new W. Uh, to be completely honest with you. Oh, the how it now disables how much or now it now grants sixty percent damage reduction for the first. 0.75 seconds so basically you wait for that initial burst that a team like say you walk into five people and they immediately start throwing all their shit at you you just hit your w and you go i'll just wait for it to be over and then even after that you're still going to have 30 percent damage reduction for the rest of the duration yeah can you can you imagine garen with a uh gargoyle stone plate hitting w holy shit <laughs> oh my god that's so broken and then i guess we can touch on his e uh it went from 34 it, it went from 34 to 38 to 36 to 40 total attack damage percentage uh, per spin so he's doing which, more damage which is fucking dumb so yeah this this champion uh, for being such an old champion, he's actually really strong right now. I love playing Garen though. Like if I were to, if I had to choose between the broken juggernauts that they released two years ago or whatever it is now, and I had to choose between the three of them, and someone was like, "Which one's your favorite?" I would probably like immediately go to Garen. I like Garen so much more than Darius. I like Garen so much more than Mordekaiser. I like Garen so much more than Skarner. 
I know that he's not the strongest of them. If you want strong, get Darius. No, no, he's he's got to be stronger than Darius now. Just because you, so? you can kill Darius, <laughs> you can't kill this guy. I've played a game against this guy, and he sustains so much damage, or he, he stays alive so long that his E just destroys people. Now, I mean, you, it doesn't show on here, but if you if you remember, his E now shreds after the third proc yeah. of it. After, it shreds no, after, your armor. Is it after the third or after the sixth? Uh, I think it only has six, so it's not six. No, well, it starts at six and it scales up to ten. Oh, armor shred? No, it. so it starts at six ticks and then it scales... Or wait, no, hang on. I think it's after the fourth. Tick. Is it the but fourth? it starts at six ticks and it scales up to ten ticks. Hmm. Well, e- either way, that's that's so it's so strong. Um, cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, definitely. Uh, so well, we're gonna talk about Twisted Trio after this, but yeah, definitely Garen is up there now. Um, he's just an annoying fucking champion to play against. So. Yep. Um, Ivern bushmaker like this is a stupid change why even make this change because he's because he's annoying <laughs> because he's annoying yeah is, what's his win rate at right now is it good does he have a good win rate still i believe so i believe they him and nunu are, crap out of everything on him him and nunu still have a really high uh, win rate so now he just can't like drop a bush from river anymore I mean, yeah, which which is fine. I mean, let eight, me drop a bush inside my bush. Eight eight hundred is kind. Of, okay, so the problem is is it gives vision, right? So mm-hmm. they had to do something with it. I mean, maybe not it give vision, but that's the whole point of that ability. Oh, they already they fixed that already though. They uh, it's down in the the bug fixes I, where they. They made it to where uh, certain abilities, certain abilities that were giving vision no longer give vision. So Pillar, yeah, so Trundle's Pillar of Ice no longer gives vision. Uh, Ivern's Bushmaker no longer gives vision, and Anivia's uh, Crystallize no longer gives vision. Then if it's no longer giving vision, I don't know why halving it was uh, like that, but whatever. They should have uh, just taken it down to like a thousand. A thousand, fine. Yeah, I mean, minus like, six hundred range. But I don't care about who cares. Yeah. Cyber. Uh, I mean, it, w- this is also probably directed at pro play. So true. Um, I guess because he, he they were doing things like using the bush to block vision from Baron and from Dragon. Yeah, and they had to fix that. So yeah. Cool. Um, How do you feel about Ramus? Yeah. I his, hate uh, his defensive ball cure curl self slow was lowered from sixty percent to thirty percent. Yeah, so defensive if you if you remember like you pop it increases the size of iceborne gauntlet slowly or slow zone. So that's cool. I don't know, it uh, like slowing yourself for sixty percent is is really fucking stupid. Um Yeah. <laughs> I understand you're supposed to be this giant fucking armadillo, but um Well well the whole reason why they did that is because like when you're in your ball cure curl, it's supposed to be after you've taunted them. Right. 
So you get the taunts off, and then you shouldn't really have to move because they're taunting. That that was the whole idea behind the ball. Yeah, but I mean, it, it turns into the whole like Blitzcrank uh, speed up thing, where like it feels it feels way worse to use it level one, and even level two, it's pretty bad because the debuff on it is so like tremendous, like that you don't even want to use it, mm-hmm. even though it's a speed up buff. But yeah, I get your point. Cool. Um, uh, singed? Singed. Have you played a match with him? No. Like, even alongside him? I played one alongside him, and the guy, I'm pretty sure, was a Singed main because he was, like, super stoked. He was, like, at first he was, like, okay, so wait, what did they change? Oh, wait, I could I could draft. Like, he's typing all this. He's, like, oh, I could draft off, like, my, my allies, too? Oh, this is freaking broken. And he just got super excited. And then, like, any – that was the match that I played on Warwick. And, like, any time that I was going in, he was going in with me. He was just following me in. And he would throw – like, now he also has the uh, ground on his blue. W, yeah. Yeah. And so he would throw out the ground, and then by the time they got to the other side of the ground, he would have ran up, and he flips him onto it. So he gets the uh, root also. So, yeah, man, it was uh, – Mega so no longer lingers. Yeah. Hit. Yeah, so I didn't originally, when I originally read this, I was just like, well, when I saw it, I saw it against enemies only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know that it was for all champions. Yeah, it's that all champions. fucking broken. Like, the whole meme is like, don't chase Singed. And <laughs> that's going to be fucking Singed is chasing you. Jesus. Oh, man. Like, and. When they did this mechanic, when they added this to him, I thought it was stupid. Because I, I honestly felt like, why would you add a chase mechanic to someone who runs away all the time? That doesn't make any sense. But I get it now because the mechanic is, it like, so essentially champions work the same way that towers do for Raptor's Cloak. Mm-hmm. So you don't just get it running towards them, you also get it past them. Yeah. So you would essentially get in front of them, and then you would just be like, they would be choking on their fumes. Um, I do, I do like how they had his Q, his Q now scales with uh, a ability power. It's always skewed, scaled with ability power. Yeah. Um, what's the what's Are the you talking about the particle size increases? To more clearly, oh, okay. I just like how the AP scaling is increased because they took away. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's more incentivized to use um, ability power. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for, like, a three death cap singe to see what it does. <laughs> like, I'm, no joke. There's no, point, there's no point doing three death, cap, death caps. What? You're right. Do one death cap, one death and, cap. Do, and do, like, three magis. What? Why would you do three magis? Because it gives you more ability power than a death cap. The passive on death cap doesn't stack. I know that, but it gives you the most AP of any item. Yeah, but you get a fully stacked magi, or you get like three fully stacked magis. If you you stack them, yeah. If you die (laughs) one time, it's the biggest waste of money in the world. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) Or actually, uh, what would actually give him more ability power would be if he got one 
Yeah, let me see if I remember this correctly. One Renu and Zomin, and then he had uh, three Seraphs and Brace. Because those those fully stacked have more ability. Yeah, but you don't want to stack tier anymore on them. Why wouldn't you? I it's mean, a, like you're still gonna be using up all your mana using his Q. Yeah, uh, I I guess so. I mean, I feel like Catalyst is so much better on him. With this change, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe you got a point. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll maybe we will still see the same tier Roa from him, but I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, okay, moving on. We spent too long on Singe. Yep, Tarek. He's a monster. Tarek. It's Tarek, not Tarek. It's Tarek. And no, Tarek is a motherfucking get... beast. It's not. <laughs> I got tales. I got tales about this guy. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. I've seen Tarek's left and right ever since this change went through. All the Tarek mains are coming out. Oh gosh, Tarek got a rework. Let's try him out. They go to bot lane. They steal all your kills when you're the ADC. It's terrifying. You're like, Tarek, settle down. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm killing everyone. He goes to Darius. He goes to, he goes to Aurelia. And then what happens? They realize, what if we take him to top lane? <gasps> oh my gosh. We could start his Dazzle, get the Dazzle off, get the auto attacks off, and then once we hit level two, we have Dazzle Q. We could just Dazzle, auto attack. <laughs> Q, auto attack. Q, auto attack. Q, auto attack. Q, auto attack. It's madness. It's crazy. It's out of control. This is too much. Too much, Riot. Stop it now. Um, so... Uh, we need to put a little uh, insert here. Um, you do play against bronzies. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to be that person, but... <laughs> okay. His yeah, kit, kit should bronzies. not work by himself in the top lane. It does. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm telling you it does. I, you know, I believe you. I really do. I just have to see it in action before I like com fully commit. Dude, I'm telling you, like, go, like, if I, if I if will download you had Blaze TV, man. If only no, no, you no, no, play. no. Oh, I, okay. I can I download the League of Legends and I will send it to you of the Tarek top lane beating the shit out of the Aurelia on my team top lane. He I remember, I remember you talking about this at work. But, he yeah. beat the shit out of her, dude. And it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, uh, we got to level 10 and then he was just too much. No, he beat the shit out of her from level 1 all the way through the end of the game. And then he showed up to other lanes and he's like, hey, everyone, I'm not invincible. Invincibility, gather around, gather around, Tristana, come here. Invincibility, there you go. There everyone goes, ah, oh, this, I am brilliant. I'm just so shiny, and my invincibility is everywhere. Fuck that. I do Would not you say need... that he's truly outrageous? He is truly outrageous. <laughs> I do not need, a, an, a, like, an additional support in the top lane. Like, if this isn't, like, a tank in the top lane. He's a fucking support. Like, a full-blown support who is able to outduel an Aurelia in the top lane all he is is an auto attacker fuck i could auto attack 
Like, I'll take him top. Like, it's brilliant. But it's stupid. Okay, so so when we play later, I want you to take Tarek top and tell me how you feel about it. Okay. All right. You got it, man. I'll wait till level two, and then I'll, I'll shit on their face. Like, you get... Okay, his passive gives it... One, his passive scales with armor, which he builds constantly. Right. Two, his passive gives you... Ma- is it max or is it 100%? It gives you, like... I'm pretty sure it gives you max... Yeah, max uh, attack speed for two attacks in a row, and they both do damage based on your armor. Right? Mm-hmm. Dazzle. Auto attack. They turn on you, heal. Auto attack. They turn on, they keep coming at you, oh, shield. Auto attack. Heal. Auto attack. By then your dazzle's back up. Dazzle. Auto attack. You cannot win a duel against him. And now because his uh let's see here. Let me make sure I read this correctly. Yeah, because now because of his uh his healing, now it goes off his, his maximum health rather than his bonus health, the healing is that much stronger. Like at level one. He's a yeah. beast. I mean, I, I think I think his uh I think the items when we talk about it. The items will be a little more to deal with that, but but that's it. That's my rant. That's my rant on Tarek. I just thought it was so stupid that a Tarek could one v one the shit out of an Aurelia top lane. Yeah, when you originally were talking about it, I I honestly thought you were talking about um, threes. No, no, this wasn't fives, man. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh wait, no, never mind. No, I can't <laughs> find it on your on your. Um, I was, play- oh well, that's not gonna help you at all. I was gonna say I was playing Kane, but there's no point in me looking for that because I lost a bunch of matches on Kane. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking for all summoners with Canes, but um, yeah. anyway, we we need to move on. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Go ahead. All right. So then finally we get to Yorick. Yorick, as you and everyone in League of Legends says, but never plays him, says, uh, he is kind of secret OP. Because he essentially, at level six, he carries around something equivalent to a Rift Herald in his pocket. And they just buffed him. But no one plays him, so it doesn't matter. Like, even, like, they buffed him. They've been buffing him, I want to say, three times since this season began. And even even though, like, he's good already. So this makes him better, but it's like he's, no one's playing him. No one cares. No one wants to play Yorick. Feels bad, man. He, he won't get any attention until someone picks him up in pro play. That's how I feel. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, he's he's probably the best split pusher. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like this is these changes might actually. I don't know because uh, from what I'm hearing is everyone saying that the this is uh, an actual nerf to him. Um, I don't know exactly why. Um, I mean, I guess it's because Miss Walker's base damage down early. Um, but I mean, late game, it's up. Granted, you are super. So I feel like York is so strong because he doesn't really lose lane to that many people. Uh, if you know how to use your Q correct correctly and spawn your ghouls when you need them. Um, I guess he's not as strong early now. I don't really know. Um, I, I'm actually really excited to play him and see what, what exactly this means. Um, but I mean, after, you know, 30 minutes, he's actually viable still instead of where he's just like this walking fucking, uh, I don't even know what you, I don't know what you would call him, but I don't know. Honestly, if you if you know how to uh, if you know how to play York, I feel like he he has the easiest chance of winning because not only do you have an an an, an innate split pushing power, your Q with the Sheen proc, your sh um your fucking wall that you create that people have to damage to get out of, and not only that, but you have ghouls that you could fucking throw your fucking e on them and uh he's so good i don't know why people i don't know people just don't like york they have they never have he's like that stigma but one day he's I gonna show if, up i think if riot really wants him to like like this is the thing that i think would bring him into pro play if they took the health on his uh little circle wall thing from two to three well, it does scale up. I think does it scales it scale up. up? I yeah. thought it was just a two-hit thing. No, it, it scales up to four, I believe. Honestly, uh, once it's maxed, I could be wrong. Yeah, but it's the last thing you max. Yeah, because when you when yeah, you but, use him in lane, that's fine. When you use him in lane, if you're against someone who's like a heavy auto attacker, the second you throw it up, their character automatically defaults to attacking at once. So it like it buys you so little time. Yeah, but I mean, you really only need it to like put them in a little spot to lock them down, so you can constantly land your E, and then your ghouls jump on top of them. And if they're not spending time to attack the ghouls, there's then they're gonna they're gonna attack the wall. Then the ghouls do a little more damage to them. Like I, I don't see or, any. Or another way they can uh, make him a little bit more desirable is make it to where. Not only do the ghouls attack who he E's, but also who he Q's. I don't, I don't know about that. I feel like E is such a is is good. I don't think Q, because what if you're using your Q to wave clear, to get the last True. hit? Like True. you use the E because it's from range. Yeah, but what if they're on your face? then you use E right on top of you and it's and it does like max health damage I believe so I don't know I, I think York is, is fucking strong and until someone plays him in LCS I guess he's gonna be that hidden OP 
He he got picked up during last year's championship, didn't he? Wasn't he played a few times during last year's championship? Championship? Yeah. During during LCS the, or No, I, during Worlds. Uh no. He was not he touched at, he was not he touched at Worlds. At all during Worlds? Wow. Nah. Wow. The last uh, honestly, the last time we saw York was when he uh created a second vein. That's the last time. <laughs> This is the last time we saw him with a hyper scary with a hyper scary a hyper carry in the bottom lane that he can just ulti and uh have two hyper carries destroy yeah. everybody. So yeah. yeah. Cool. So uh we're gonna move on to items now. Um uh -huh. items consisting of basically uh we'll touch lethality in a second, but um first up is uh Thornmail. So Thornmail got changed a little bit. It uh, now provides health and now applies grievous wounds to attackers. This is so good. Uh, the reason why this is good is because it I do want to note that the damage the damage that Thornmail was put out was changed because it used to it used to do at least a little bit of scaling off of the attacker's damage and now it doesn't do any off of the attacker's damage. So it's only it's only based on your bonus armor now. Yeah, which I'm completely fine with. Um, the reason why I, I love this change is because Thornmill, it the components to make it is now made out of uh, Bramble Vest. I really like this item. Um, basically, mm -hmm. Bramble Vest is a, a mini Thornmill. Uh, so it's built out of two cloth armor and 300 gold. Super mm -hmm. easy to get. So just, you know, 900 gold. Um, uh, basically, upon being hit by a basic attack, it reflects 20 magic damage and inflicting grievous wounds on attacker for one second. For 900 gold, you can literally sit on this item. So, oh my god, it's so good. So you know how um, everyone's bitching about the fact that Sunfire Cape sucks now? Yeah, it does. It's horrible. Yeah, it, I know it sucks. This was the thought I had today. What if they removed uh, Chain Vest from Sunfire Cape and they put Bramble Vest in instead and then they made it to where the damage of your fire scaled with your armor? Um, what, so you want Bramble Vest in there instead of Chain Vest? Yes. Um, well, so the so reason you do, so you would do bramble vest instead of chain vest, and then you would still have the uh, the bomby cinder, and then you would make it to where bomby cinder's flame scales off of armor the way that the bramble passive scales off of armor. But then everyone would just buy a thornmill because you would have the thornmill passive, the bramble vest passive, which reflects damage. Which it doesn't do already. Plus, it plus you're gonna add more armor to it, so it's gonna increase the armor value of your ah, burn. Ah, but the split pusher, like say you have a Shen, you would have to be taking minion aggro in order to be able to be putting out that damage onto the minions. Whereas with the old Sunfire or Sunfire Cape, you didn't have to do that. So okay, but what what I'm what I'm curious of is so 
you want Sunfire to be a Thornmail that burns people instead of <laughs> instead of returning auto. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of <laughs> that sounds kind of silly. That's what I'm asking. Like, okay, uh... <laughs> what if what if what if it didn't? Okay, so what if it didn't scale off of armor, right? So you because now that I'm looking at uh, Bramble Vest, it doesn't scale up. So only Thornmail scales off of armor. Bramble Vest doesn't. Bramble Vest just reflects twenty magic damage. So say it doesn't. Um, say well, Sunfire right, doesn't. Right, but Thornmail does. That's the reason why you upgraded to Thornmail. Yes, but say Sunfire doesn't. Well, Sunfire would have more health. But what I'm saying is, say uh, Sunfire doesn't have the armor scaling, but instead you give the Flames Grievous runes. Another source of grievous wounds wouldn't be bad, would it? I mean, and then you would have you would have possibly less armor, but you would get more health, and I don't you would know. be passively doing damage rather than reactively doing. Damage. Uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't think I like that at all. No. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to <laughs> help you out here. You're like, nope, uh, I just nope, think like I just it. think you're 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 making them too similar of items here. I'm I'm just trying to make Sunfire Cape desirable Vi again. <laughs> Viable, yeah. A lot of people want it. Um, the pro the problem is, what's funny is is uh, Cinder Hulk is really good right now. Yeah, that's stupid. They they have the same things except for Cinder Hulk gives you that scaling uh, or the percentage bonus health scaling, which is nice. But they're they're it's the same passive. Yeah, I think they need to differentiate. Honestly, um, I feel like I I feel like you have a good idea here. I think you need like a um, a bomby's vest. Something that would eventually become uh, kind of like how Bombi Cinder is, but mm -hmm. something better than Bombi Cinder. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like something that that does, um, like a baby version of Sunfire Cape, it, like how Bramble Vest is a baby version of Thornmail. Like mm -hmm. you, you need that in the top lane, and I don't think Bombi Cinder. I don't know. Like Bombi Cinder is nice. Well, I mean, in order for anything to really compete with Thornmail now, it needs to get a second passive. Yeah, Thornmail we, we, has two. We didn't even talk now. about the second passive. So it it has the Cold Steel passive, which if you don't know what that is, when you are hit by basic attack, it cripples the source's attack speed by 15% for one second. So Guess who died when they hit me as Warwick? I, I'm just saying, like, so when when do you ever take um, Randuin's Omen over Thornmail now? Never, right? Um, into a really... Okay, so it, I'm not going to say you would take Randuin's over Thornmail. I will say that you might take it alongside Thornmail if they have, like, a really heavy, like, crit source. Like, say you're going up against the Yasuo. And you need to reduce his crit damage by an additional twenty percent, which is what Randon's only is for. Right. Then you would take it. Right, but I mean, okay, but literally, if you put the two side by side, would you rather reduce their crit and slow their attack speed, 
or return damage to them that they tried to inflict on you and cripple their attack speed. Yeah, are you asking me? Like uh, if you put Thor, if, if you I put Thor, yeah, it's your sixth item. You need one more item. What would you do? Would you do Randomans or would you do Thornmail? Which one would I, you pick? Over? I would go Thornmail, but I mean that's because I'm a beast and I want as much damage as possible as a tank. But yeah, that's that's still not that's it, even though it puts out damage, you're essentially only putting out damage to the people on the enemy team who who attack you in a team fight. Yes, right? but okay, but as the but okay, so the thing is, as the eighty carry, the tank is the main person that you will be auto attacking in a team fight. Why? Because the tank always, always, always go after the eighty carry. Eighty carry's job is to attack constantly. The closest person to the 80 carry that is the biggest threat will be the person they auto attack so in theory the only person that a, a, an 80 carry will be auto attacking at the beginning of a fight or in the middle of a fight will be the tank unless a squishy walks up close enough that they can auto attack it so i would take a thorn mill to reduce this person's uh health because one of first of all i'm using every ability i can to stop this 80 carry right I'm using, they're using every ability to either like burst me down or try to uh, get away from me. Uh-huh. So, um, plus you're inflicting, you're inflicting grievous wounds. So if they're under 50% health, their healing is reduced by, I don't know the percentage at the top of my head, but as a, as an 80 carry in this, but as an 80 carry in this crit meta, if you build a lifesteal item, it's always one. And it's never a first rush, and it's never a second rush in this crit in this crit world we live in, right? Crit yeah. carries. So basically, they have. Well, unless you are. Uh... Don't say Draven. No, I said unless you're Callista. Oh, you cut out there. Um, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, yeah, she might be the only outlier, but I mean, okay, so. But uh, but still, the the whole the whole thing is the this this is an amazing item for tanks, and it's gonna suck to be an eighty carry. Mm, yeah. Because you want to pick up. Uh, I'm sorry, Thornmill is better than Renduins. It just it outright stops it because you're gonna have I health agree. on top of right. it. Granted, you'll probably have both eventually. But if you put the two side by side, you only purchase one, you will purchase Thornmill over Randomman's Omen nine times out of ten, I believe. I agree that it's going to suck to be an 80 carry. And the reason why I agree is because the last uh, few matches where I wasn't playing Kane and I was in the jungle, like as Warwick or as Trundle, I would build, I would build Thornmail. And at yeah. some point, the enemy eighty carry killed themselves on me. And it's not even that. It's like Thornmill has a mini so Thornmill that you can sit on for nine hundred gold. It's yeah. lit, and it and it it gives grievous wounds. It's literally the executioner calling for tanks. I yeah. fucking I fucking love this. I item. love it, and I hate I it, it so much. I'm in no, a no, love no, hate no, relationship. No, no. no hate. No hate. I used this item when I was playing against a Lowry right now. Who's a piece of shit who heals off of fucking everything. Okay? 
So she didn't deserve any love. She had to die. So you know what she gets? Grievous wounds up her ass, all up in there, and now she's dead. Yes, Draven for I'm, president I'm an, 2018. I'm, I'm an ADK main, and uh, I do not agree with um, but uh, I, I will say I did play a game as an R. I went up against a misfortune. It was it's like v- you're changing lanes, man. It, no, it was a three v three. So I was top lane. She was top lane. Literally, I rushed bomby or uh, bomby center. Listen to me. I rushed bramble vest and then I sat on it. And I as soon as I got that item, I started building it into black cleaver. I finished black cleaver, and then we did. We were crushing so hard that I didn't even have time to finish my thorn mail. Uh, and just because she's an auto attack based champion she hurt herself more attacking me and then I did just enough damage to her that it tipped the scale in my favor Um, I don't don't think you understand Brennan you don't know how like happy this item makes me uh, I know that it's OP I know that it's going to get it's going to get freaking nerfed I'm going to start playing top lane bro it's going to get really nerfed but this item is freaking dope. Yeah, so and I love it. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about its counterpart, right? So Randuin's Omen, the build ta- the build path has updated. It grants more health. Basically, it used to be Ruby Crystal, Ruby Crystal, Warden's Mail plus eleven hundred gold. They turned it back to what it was. I know, but mm-hmm. like, uh, so the, the the best thing about this change is giant's belt feels so much better to have in your uh, inventory, inventory slot than have other than two, two ruby crystals ruby crystals yeah i agree i i thought it was stupid one when you're making an item and you're like huh well like okay now when you go to build uh phantom dancer or randon's omen or not random uh runon's hurricane right it used to be you would build the you'd build zeal and then you would build uh what it what's the stupid bow item recurve bow yeah recurve bow right two slots now you have to build zeal and then you have to build two daggers if you don't have enough to finish off the item yeah but i'm i'm so okay with that uh 300 gold to buy something that increases your attack speed that you want as an AD carry. Uh, you can sit on three of them in lane if you're doing terrible. And that way, by the next time you back, because the item is so cheap uh, comparatively to other AD carry items, that you should be able to finish it. Like, you finish your, your zeal, and you have... Um, well, you have 900 gold before you have Runon's Hurricane. Like, that's, that's cheap. You know what I mean? It's cheap, but it's annoying. I see right. it as annoying. And it looks like an ugly build path when you look at it. It doesn't look very clean at all. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with that. Like, uh, I'm just think, I'm thinking like, okay, think if Blade of the Rune came, if they changed it to where it was a uh, cutlass and then two daggers. That's that's fine. That's what it is right now. <laughs> and the daggers get turned into something, and then you have to buy more gold, and then it gets turned into Blade Rune King. Yeah. So. But it would be more annoying if it was just two daggers. It'd be more annoying if it was three daggers. <laughs> right. Because essentially, essentially, you're 
you're only using up one slot compared to two, right? That's yes. that's that's your that's your gripe about it. Yes. Okay. I mean, I mean, you have a valid point. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. It's bad, man. I don't know. Uh, I we mean, can agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, but random moments will feel better uh, building into it. But like mm. I said, why would you build a randuins when you could just build a thorn mill? So, um, yep. Because um, of the crit and that, like, Randuins would still be a great item into to Yasuo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and granted, it is a crit meta. And actually, into Yasuo, I would build Randuins alongside Thornmail. Because Randuins still has 60 armor. So that just increases the reverb on Thornmail. I wouldn't. I would do Thornmail against a Yasuo. Why? Because, all right, so a good Yasuo is going to weave auto attacks in between, right? Yes. Uh, Yasao doesn't well, have his Q is his, his Q is considered an auto attack, like it procs like an auto attack, right? Um, so he's gonna take more damage auto attacking me than I'm gonna take based on his crit level because I can build a bram I can build a bramble vest before he finishes one one crit item, right? So then I can finish Thorn Mill by the time he finishes an entire crit item, like Phantom Dancer. Yeah, um, like and, huge... and 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 you have to and you have to like totally take in consideration that like he doesn't have a hundred percent crit, so not every auto attack mm -hmm. is a crit. So you're gonna build a Randuin's Omen to negate a possible crit chance when you can take a Thornmill and literally damage him as he's damaging you when he auto attacks you every single time. I don't know. I feel like I would take that over it. Plus the you passive, take, the passive the with... first, and then late game when he has a hundred percent crit chance, which is what every Yasuo gets. You build a Randuins. Well, yeah, but you would do the same thing into like a if you had to worry about their crit eddy carry. But I mean, it, yeah. essentially, Full crit Draven or something like that. Ugh. Why? <laughs> uh, okay, we're, we spent way too long on this. Uh, yep. I do I do like to note that this next one we're about to talk about was in between both Thornmill, Bramble Vest, and Randuins. Uh, kind of weird placement, if you ask me. But Ancient Coin. Ancient Coin. I like this change. Uh, the quest... They fixed it. ...now grants movement speed to approaching allies instead of early skill point. So if you remember, once you finished this, before it gave you like this elixir that you drank... And then it gave you an, an extra point. Um, basically, you got it at level 7 if you're, like, really, really good. Mostly 8 or 9, even 10. Um, sometimes you don't even fucking use it because you don't think about it. <laughs> um, this one, it literally, if you remember Captain's Boots, uh, mm. like Captain Boot Enchant. or yeah, I remember e the enchants. Even more simply, uh, Janna Passive. It's uh, basically that. So... Uh, yeah. and, I, and actually I was looking at it right now and I was reading the verbiage of nearby allies it's not specifying nearby allied champions does right. this work on minions? yeah yeah. you can do that You can. there used to be a cheesy thing you could do with uh, uh, Heimerdinger back in the day where you pop a turret 
on top of where the minions would spawn, and then it would cause them to like stand there and pile mm-hmm. up, and then you would uh, destroy the turret by making another one, and then as Janna, you would lead them to where they would go, and they would move so fast. Uh, it was pretty fun. Good times. Um, but yes, well, it, it's an, it, it's it's basically adding a Baron buff to your minions. Like you know, when you get Baron buff, like your minions move it just a little bit faster. So, no, I I I agree with this. I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to like. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we are running kind of low or kind of long on time. So uh, yeah. we need to get through. We, the... we spent a long time on that random and the yeah, we did. mail. And which so is funny because lethality. this is the biggest this is so big okay so they they updated lethality so the scaling on lethality it grants armor pin based on your level now not your target's level um uh they updated the item tool tips so now displays the current amount of armor pin lethality is granting you and then your stats uh, completed lethality items grant more lethality, except for Edge of Night, um, and less attack damage. Oh, good stuff, right. good stuff. So, um, if you haven't heard, it's basically the League of Duskblade. Um, <laughs> basically, everybody's taking let's, it. Uh, let's. You're getting ahead of yourself. Let's I am. Start. All right. Wait so it. let's talk about what what, what goes into it. Uh, Serrated Dirk and Poacher's Dirk, right? Uh, so yeah. the passive updated to grant your next ability to date to wow <laughs> passive updated to grant your next ability bonus damage after killing a unit so this is great for like Jin who uses um, uses his last auto attack to kill a minion now his Q is going to do an additional 40 damage to all enemies mm-hmm. it's hits right mm-hmm it's got a 30 second cooldown, but that's still really, really nice to have. Um, yeah. The same thing goes for Poacher's Dirk uh, once you get that update uh, upgraded, right? Or, no, I'm sorry, so it, get, it turns into a Serrated Dirk. So per- Poacher's Dirk has the same passive. Um, cool. Uh, so that builds into <laughs> Duskblade of Drakthar. So, this builds out of Caulfield's Warhammer instead of BF Sword and grants cooldown reduction. Cool down reduction. But no longer grants out of combat movement speed. I don't care. Cooldown cool reduction. reduction. Oh my gosh. Uh, so the cost has decreased. Lethality is up. Attack damage is down, obviously, because you have lethality up. And then Night Soccer proc scales with level instead of lethality so this item is so is so strong if you're able to get out of vision and come back in boom oh my god you do so much damage and you say you say that it no longer gives um movement speed out of combat movement speed but it slows okay well yeah it it now it, it now it grants a 10%. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading that wrong. A 99%. Uh, it's a fucking 90, 90 plus 15% level of physical damage. Jesus. Yes. Uh, yeah, but 99% for 0.25 seconds. That is a giant slow. 
giant slow. Plus but, 15 per level? Yeah. <laughs> so the damage is 90 plus 15 per level. So it's 105 to 360 at levels 1 through 18 physical. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. Dude, Jin is going to be so much fun. But, okay, so what I'm trying to say is, so lethality does better when you stack lethality, right? Uh So you're upset that you lost 20 movement speed out of combat. Well, what do you get... I'm not upset about it. I was just commenting on it. Okay, but what do you get with your lethality? More lethality. So we have Yomu's Ghost Blade. It grants even more movement speed, lethality up, attack damage down. That's the same. Out of combat movement speed from 20 to 40. 20 to 40. You're not losing out of combat movement speed when you build these two items. Yeah, you're booking it down lane now. I know. Holy shit, that's fast. And you have (laughs) cooldown? Oh my god, dude. I can't. I really want to play Zed. Um, without any change from... play Zed. I'm going to actually. Why don't you play Riven? Riven builds really well with lethality. Yeah, she does. Um, go full assassin Riven. Ooh. Like right now, let's jump into a game right oh, now. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting in. Yay. <laughs> um, and then the next one is Edge Yay! of Night. Uh, Edge of Night grants health instead of magic resist. That kind of makes sense. And then lethality is up. Uh, it no longer grants out of movement speed combat, which is fine. Yeah. It gives health. Yeah, it gives you 250 health now. And it took away the 35 magic resist. Whatever. No one's still buying this item. It's... Well, um, I like the... I like the passive still on it. Yeah, Um, if you could use it. I I think it's weird that they, like... The change from... uh, From magic resistance to health... I'm kind of like, eh? Like, Why? Um, I, I get it. Health is health is a valuable resource if you're playing as an assassin. I mean, health is a valuable resource anywhere. But I I just kind of look at that change and I'm just like, gave 250 health to a to a, a freaking lethality item. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm I'm okay with this. Honestly, I I don't think I'll see it at all ever. So I'm fine with it uh cool moving on uh so krugs basically medium-sized krug can now be smited um in the pat or in the um pve when they originally had this up all medium-sized monsters were able to be smited and now they changed it to just krugs i'm curious why that is um because i guess that's the only medium-sized camp isn't it I believe Wolves is also technically medium-sized. Of the two little ones? Yeah, I think Uh they're considered medium. Okay, that's cool. And Um, then, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, there are a bunch of bug fixes if you want to see. um, Basically, (sighs) going, going, going. Uh, Rotating game mode is dark singularity is that the name of it yeah i I just i saw oh dark star singularity yeah dark Um, star singularity i thought okay it's a it's a super fun and super easy game i have not lost on it once 
Mm-hmm. And then the 2016 uh, SKT T1 skin updates, um, they basically received cu- custom audio effects. In addition, water effects have been added to SKT T1's Nami's loading screen art, which is good. I, I love those skins. They look so good. Um, bunch Why of, didn't they put in a picture? That's bunch stupid. of bug fixes. Um, and then Chromas, uh, you have Pool Party Fiora, Pool Party Graves, and Pool Party Lulu having uh, Chromas. They look okay. Um, Pool I Party do... Fiora's looks good. Is yeah, like... her it... her little fucking sword looks pretty dope sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. And we're done with the patch notes. What are we done with the patch notes? Good. Because oh oh, now, wait. no, 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 we have no, no, no. We gotta do Kane. That's what I was about to say, motherfucker. I will stop you every time. Seriously. I will beat you to the punch every time. So, I know we talked about it last uh, patch episode, uh, me and Caesar, but now Ricky's on here, and Caesar's not. Caesar, fix your audio. Um, I guess it's just his mic's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, we're just gonna go over Kane again now that we've seen him in action. yeah, he's he's kind of uh, interesting. Okay, well let's let's actually go through uh, his abilities. Yeah, let's actually go through his abilities. Okay. So, do you want to read like the? Do you want to read his like little intro? His little intro. That yeah. was a mistake, everyone. Sorry if you heard that. I know you probably did. Um, what'd you what'd you do? I, I accidentally started Kane's champion spotlight. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> what a noob, this guy. Um yeah. yeah. I I so, pasted it for you. Paste. Paste. Oh, you pasted it? You pasted yeah. it for me? Uh... Basically. Let's see here. This is great podcasting, by the way. Um, yeah, this is this is the best podcasting ever thank you did you get it do you want me i i'm I'm like trying to find it and i'm just it's in discord okay it's in our chat yes we use discord everybody oh it's in the chat what it's in the chat brah so it's kane the shadow reaper i kind of want to get your uh your storytelling-esque um voice in here feel like you could do it pretty well so so the voice will sound good it's my reading quality it's always in question so a peerless practitioner of lethal shadow magic sheeta kane battles to achieve his true destiny to one day lead the order of the shat of the shadow into new era of ionian supremacy he audaciously wields a sentient, darkened weapon, Rost. Un, unte- yeah, I'm un- done. Undeadered. <laughs> un- undeadered. Undeadered. Yeah. Un- undeadered. Undeadered by its creepy corruption of his body and mind. There are only two possible outcomes: either Cain bends the weapon to his will. Or the Maleficent Scythe consumes him completely. Pave the way for the for the destruction of all Rune Terra. 
Now dun, dun, that sounds dun. that sounds super awesome, right? And his abilities are all going to sound super awesome. So for Kane's passive, Kane wields an ancient weapon. Wait, what's it called, heard. bro? It's called Rost. No, it's called passive. The dark insight. Oh, his passive. Ugh. Ugh, the actual name of the passive. The dark insight. Yes, he wields Rost, the dark insight. Okay, um, and as combat begins, the more um, the more ranged enemies that Kane attacks, the more control he gains over the site. The more melee enemies that he attacks, the more the site gains control over him. At which point you're going to come to an impasse in the game in which it will ask you, it, it is going to eventually ask you on his icon, do you want to transform into X, right? And then it will give you a timer on the other option four minutes from then that you can actually transform into the other one. So, uh, so if you attack a bunch of melee champions, you're going to get one that says, hey, do you want to transform into Rost? Or if you attack a bunch of ranged champions, you'll get one that says, hey, do you want to transform into Shadow Assassin? Um, now let's go over the other abilities. So then you have his Q, which is called Reaping Slash, where Kane dashes forward, striking enemies nearby at the end of at the end of the dash, but our, uh, both the dash and the strike itself are physical damage. Reaping Slash deals bonus damage to monsters, which is awesome because it helps his clear a lot. And it makes his clear actually go by very quickly. And it's on a pretty short cooldown too. I think it's base cooldown in six seconds, which is nice. Um, now, if you transform into a Darken, the ability power, or not the ability, but this ability instead will deal damage plus percent health damage. So. Except for on minions. Yeah, except for on minions. So it's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um, I will say what I've noticed with it far is that when you turn into Rost, it kind of hurts your jungle clear immediately. So does the, sh does the Shadow Assassin have a name? Like, I know Rost is the red guy. What's the blue uh, The Shadow Assassin is just Kane. Oh, it's just Kane? Okay. Yeah, it's just Kane. It's just called Shadow Assassin, but it's Kane. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so let's move on to the W. W is a, uh, it's a straight line. What's it um, called? It's called Blade's Reach, Thanks. sir. I was getting to that. But it is a uh, straight line skill shot, and it slows enemies to continent by a percentage amount that's not shown on Kane's page. But so if you transform into Shadow Assassin, the skill shot has increased range, which is nice. And then also Kane can continue moving after he casts it. He'll leave behind a shadow, kind of like Zed does, that will do the attack for him. So he could just keep moving, which is, I played a Shadow Assassin twice. And one of the times I actually got off a really cool play, leaving back my, uh, my shadow while I dove in. So it got the slow and then I got off my damage off at the same time. So I got a good burst in there. And then I jumped into him and then I died. But that was besides the point. 
it, I did some really good bursting in there. We'll get to the dying part later. Uh, if you use this ability as Rost, as the Darken, um, instead of the blade's reach increasing, the blade will actually, uh, or it will actually knock up the enemy. So you'll actually get blades coming out of the ground, which knock up, which is uh, really nice. It's a really kind of good CC. It, it works similarly to Chogas, uh, what's that, his Q, where it knocks them up and then it also leaves them slowed. So that's nice. Now the big piece de la resistance is Kane's E, which is called Shadow Step. And with the E, you activate it and you have, I believe it's 1.5 seconds to enter a wall. And you can walk freely through walls. And once you enter a wall, you get significantly increased time on your Shadow Step. And I believe at level one, it's five seconds. And then at level five, it is nine seconds. So it's a pretty significant amount of time. Um, and you get increased movement speed when you're inside the wall. And as I said, once you enter a wall, you get increased time. So you could usually run through multiple walls after you go through the first. When you become a shadow assassin and you enter the wall, you will actually get increased movement speed from 40% up to 70%. So the base is 40%, and then it'll go up to 70 um, Ross doesn't get any special change for this ability, just like Kane doesn't get any special change for Q when he transforms into Shadow Assassin. Um, and then finally, you have his... Oh, I haven't even talked about that, like, their bonuses that they get when you turn into one or the other for their passive. Let's get to that before I go over their art. So if you turn into the Shadow Assassin, the passive changes, right? You can no longer transform. You can only transform once on them. So once you transform into one, you get a different passive. So if you turn into Rost, all of your abilities heal you for a percentage of your AD, which is really nice. If you turn into Kane, um, for the first three seconds that you're in combat, 25%, I believe it scales too but it's 25% of your AD is uh, is treated, or no, you get an additional 25% of your AD translated into magic damage, which is really nice. Um, good for those assassin attacks. Um, and then finally we get to the R, which is called Umbral Trespass, which when I first read that, I honestly asked myself, what does that even mean? Um, but it's a pretty cool ability. So Kane will actually, if he, uh, he will mark people that he auto attacks and he has the opportunity to enter them. And I literally mean enter, kind of similar. Like this is the reverse of a uh, Tom Kench bite or Tom Kench uh, chomp or jaws or whatever that ability is called where he eats you, right? Only this guy is actually like forcing you to eat him. So he jumps inside you. He becomes untargetable for, I want to say it's about three seconds. And then he's going to jump out and deal damage to you. And based on uh, either Shadow Assassin or Darken, depending on which one you go with, if you go with Shadow Assassin, when you jump out, you're going to deal, let's see here, can be cast from further away. So, so when you're Shadow Assassin, you can actually cast it from further away so you don't have to be as close to the enemy to jump inside them. 
And then when you jump out of the victim, your passive, the three seconds starts over. So you have that additional damage for your abilities and your auto attacks for the next three seconds. Um, when you're darkened, the damage changes from base damage into percent health damage, and it scales with your AD. And when you jump out of them, you heal for, I believe it's 75% of the damage you deal, which is, it can be strong, but it also feels a little un So let's actually talk about how this feels in game. Huh, Brennan? <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna talk again. <laughs> you got shut down. Talk, talk please. Uh, I don't, sorry, I had to close my door again. Um, I just, all right, so uh, I haven't seen anybody do well with him. Um, my biggest thing is anytime I have seen, anytime I have seen someone do decently mm -hmm. well on him, it's always been uh, the red form, the darkened form, and it's always because uh, the team's already ahead. I've never seen him actually do anything spectacular. I feel like his ulti feels weird. It feels like a Z ulti. That doesn't really do very much damage. That's how what I've noticed too. It doesn't. It, it's just. I mean, I I know it, it probably has like really good playmaking ability on it, but I'm just so used to Zed that, that it just seems weird to me. Um, so what I was talking to uh, Caesar and you about earlier is I haven't done this yet, so I don't know. I I honestly think lethality. Uh, building two lethality items on him early will be super beneficial uh, just because it's based off of your level and his ability to clear the jungle because he does extra damage to jungle monsters not to mention his e gives him crazy amounts of mobility health regen and crazy gank uh, opportunities that he should be able to outfarm anybody in the jungle and come out like two or three levels ahead and use that lethality to its like maximum power for the game, right? So, I would I would agree with you. However, um, granted, this is my bronze elo, but I was playing in normal. Hey, I got paired against a freaking diamond player in normal, so who knows what my freaking elo is now. Um but his kit gears you to gank, right? Right. So you clear the jungle really fast, and that feels great. However, it is really hard to get a successful gank off with it. Like one that actually bears fruit. From right. What I've well, you're, you're, also, you're also doing a Master Yi mentality where you literally bring no CC. I mean, your W... Wait, does your W do anything uh, when you're normal form? Your W, your W slows. Oh, slows. Okay, so you do a yeah. little bit more than Master Yi. Um, I don't know. Um, like he, it, he sounds good, but like on paper, he sounds fucking crazy, he right? Does, he does so little damage early game. If... Yeah, that's the problem, right? So all of his damage that he does is so good. To the jungle. So this is why I'm thinking that people are trying to gank too early. Sorry. 
Um, I think they're trying to gank too early with what I've seen. If they literally just focus on farming and counter jungling, uh, so they farm their jungle, then they counter jungle, because you can get in and out of the of the enemy jungle so easily. Your Q isn't on too long of a cooldown. It dashes over walls. Your E lets you literally walk through the wall. Um, so if you do in like the second, in the second you enter a wall, you also get vision on the. And it heals you. Like that's and a, it heals you. That's a big thing, right? So yeah. Um. So you can do some like crazy, crazy counter ganking with him. Farm up basically both jungles. You can probably three buff yourself. Put the enemy jungler behind. Buy a poacher's dirk, and now you have a one lethality item. Like granted, it's like a mini lethality item, but now you are probably ahead in your jungle and you're ahead of level over the enemy jungler now you can go kill them at their jungle because you have taken it i think that's where he's gonna thrive he's gonna thrive in like these 1v1 2v2 skirmishes or even 2v1s right mm -hmm. so i think the way people are looking at it is like if you don't transform you're nothing right that's that's like the general consensus out of all of it so what do people do people keep trying to force fights in lanes to get these kills well they're not really happening because he doesn't bring cc but what you need to do i feel is to get a poacher's dirk or even get a serrated dirk on your own you don't even need poacher's dirk and go into the enemy jungle take their camps and then revisit them when they go when they respawn and kill the enemy jungler there like that that's how i think his playstyle should be well, we could try it out because I've, as I said, I played him. I've played him almost ten times now. I played him both uh, threes blind pick, and I played him in normals draft, and and then I said I also played against him whenever the pick was taken. And every time I played against him, we won because he's really easy to kick the shit out of. Yeah, plus when he's walking in a wall, I usually play AD carries. He's literally walking through a wall. I just auto-attack him. Now he's popped right out, kind of like how um, Bard's Magical Journey is. So yeah. that could really, like, fuck him over too. So um, I don't know. He just – I haven't seen anybody play him very well. So I just – I don't think they're doing it correctly. And what I've seen are just people ganking consistently because, yeah, his E lets you have these cool gank routes. But you offer no CC. You have no damage to champions early. There's no point in trying to fight or make something happen early if you have no CC and no damage. At least Master Yi, like, you have damage. You even have, like, a damage negation tool with his Alpha Strike if you use it correctly for, like, say, yeah. a turret shot or something. And then also his bubble. It, yeah. So um, I just think people are playing him wrong, and I think... I think once we find out the optimal way to play him, we'll see that he's so strong. This character literally has so many things going for him that um, there's so there's so many opportunities for him to become OP. So I, if if we come back uh, a month later and everyone's like this guy's fucking OP in like one of seven different categories, I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's he has so much going for him; it's ridiculous. So. As far as his early game damage goes, I think 
that if they just changed it to where the base damage on his uh, Q was a little bit higher, and then they lowered the extra damage to monsters by the same amount, I think that would be fine. Like if they increase his early damage just a little bit, so it, so the enemy would actually feel it because I tell you I've hit so many people with this Q and I look at their health for change and I'm just like, nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing, nothing at all. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, we're like an hour and a half into this. So um, real quick, because uh, we do it every time, I, I want to know where you're sitting at in each division um, as far as... Hey. Uh, hey, hey well, I ranked up. Oh, did you? Nice. I did. So uh, you can tell me about Flex 5s and then uh, 3v3 and then Solo Duo. Kind uh, of just do a brief overview where you are, how much LP, what you're seeing, what you're playing, and then go to the next one. So in fives, in flex fives, uh -huh. I am sitting on, let me see here. I'm sitting on 21 LP. Where? And in bronze five. Oh, you said in fives, I'm sitting on 20, okay. Yeah, so bronze that's, okay, that's, cool. that's flex fives. Okay. And then uh, solo. And what do you what do you what do you play in the flex fives normally? Jungle top. Um, flex fives. The last I haven't played it in a little while. Queen top. Oh okay so, yeah. yeah so that's been a while. Been a yep. while. Okay cool. Um, and then uh, solo queue. I'm also sitting in five at twenty one LP. Hang on, let's see here. Yeah. You're sitting in bronze five. Bronze five, twenty one LP. But okay. in my flex threes, I have risen up through the ranks, and I am now bronze three. Oh, Damn. and I'm happy to say that my MMR is balance out because I'm actually making a significant amount more LP than uh, losing mm -hmm. per match. That's so that's good. nice. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Let's go back to the solo solo duo. So, who are you banning, and who are you playing? You know who I'm banning. I don't it's, actually. It's it's no secret who I'm banning. I don't. It's it's Darius every time. Oh god damn! Yes, I do know that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and who, every who time. and what two lanes do you prioritize, and who are you playing in those roles? This is um, this is ranked this is ranked fives solo duo. By the way, everybody, go ahead. So in ranked five solo duo. I am prioritizing, uh, or at least before be before Kane. I mean, granted, I'm not going to be maining Kane or anything like that. Right? But and before my climb in threes, but I was prioritizing ADC in mid lane. Um, I really like the feel of Jinx. I've been playing a lot of her, and so I've been playing her as ADC. And yeah, I don't think I've actually, I don't think my last solo duo, or I don't think I've taken her into solo yet. Jinx? So, yeah, Jinx. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't even remember who I last played in solo queue. But, let me see here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, okay. And then, uh, threes. Who are you, who are you banning and who are you playing? I am banning, uh, I usually ask to ban Darius in threes. Okay. Also, yes, he's a monster in there. But 
Um, as far as play goes, I've been playing a lot of Trundle. Um, Trundle in the jungle. He's really strong on threes. His pillar is paramount. And then I also build a Stoneborn Pact with Trundle because that way uh, I throw down the pillar, it immediately gets the slow on them, and then my teammates are automatically healing up. They're healing up off of my health, and I build Trundle like a full-blown tank. And so it's real, it, it's been working really well, and I just can't die. So it's nice. It's It feels healthy, it feels strong, and everything like that. And when Darius isn't banned, I play Darius. Because I don't want the other team to have Darius. And as my uh, my 17, 4, and 12 uh, match that I just had right before you got on went as Darius, it affirmed the fact that you should ban Darius all the time. Yeah, but, for someone who doesn't play Darius and then you do that well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I exactly. I don't play Darius. I do. I am not a main of his. I do like I don't freaking play this champion. I I do not have even a level five mastery with this dude. I have played this dude since his rework, I think about five times. And I went 17, 4, and 12. Are you shitting me? <laughs> like, really? Like, I'm upset that I won. That's ridiculous. But it was fun. I Darius is fun to play, but still, that's stupid. Um when the hell did I buy a pickaxe? No, I bought Bramble Vest. Apparently on, on OP.GG, the the symbol for Bramble Vest right now is the pickaxe. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, so, and then in, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's it. I did play, I did play a match, though, in threes as, who the hell was it? Olaf, it didn't feel very good. So I stopped. I stopped that. Okay. Yeah. My cool. climb from four to three, though, I played a lot of matches with Caesar, and he and I just kind of wrecked house. I let him play Rek'Sai, and he's really good on Rek'Sai. Yeah, so she's, just... she's, she's really strong super early. I was talking yeah. to him about this. She was really good on threes before her rework. Um, but now that she has more damage early, she's so she's strong in yep. threes. So um, yeah, yeah. Cool. I wish someone else was that strong early. Uh, uh, yeah, like me, I'm strong that early. No matter who I play, I didn't play Thresh. Why does it say? Oh yeah, I did play Thresh. Yeah, you did. Stupid game mode. Yeah. Uh, cool. So I'll do mine real quick. Um, I haven't played uh, Flex Five since you. That's literally the only game mode i'm allowed to play with you in um yeah i know i know you were talking shit i heard it hell yeah I dude heard you, talking shit. you fucking messy you bastard <laughs> oh oh we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that after you finish talking about what you're talking about go ahead and finish. Uh, okay <laughs> you, you have finally had time to rebuttal uh no, no no i'm not i don't have a rebuttal but i have i have a thing Ooh, that ooh. we're gonna do shit so. talk shit talk shit talk okay cool so um i'm still sitting at bronze three literally i have five wins to my name and the last time we played i believe you went i believe i went middly 
and yeah. almost carried. Yeah, um, yeah, you went middley and you you were doing a lot of carrying, but our team was just getting yeah. pushed in. So yeah, uh, Nidalee is not a very good mid lane champion, um, but uh, I did really well, so I don't care. Uh, you were playing down. against a Diana, weren't you? Um, yeah, I was. I want to say you were playing against a Diana, and you were doing really well. Yeah, I was, I was destroying her. Then again, this was before her buffs, so we'll see. Uh, moving on, uh, so solo duo, I am actually, I just moved up. I'm silver two with zero LP. Um, feels good. Um, almost, almost there. <laughs> uh, me and Jared have a bet going. First one to a gold in solo duo. The other person has an entire, I don't know how we're setting it up because he literally left for an entire 10 days. Um, he just got back a couple days ago. But uh, I'm assuming I'll, I'll probably give him a week. But first one to get it, the other person can't match it. Then the person who got it first gets five random skins. He won last year barely, and it really irritates me. So I'm trying to win this year. Um, uh, playing mainly 80 carry. I looked at my op.gg before this podcast. I have an 80, uh, yeah, I have an 83% win rate as 80 carries. So pretty good. I've been playing Jin recently. Um, this is before this patch. I haven't really played on this patch yet. I uh, played a lot of threes, uh, but I've been playing a lot of Jin. Uh, really good, really safe. And I started playing them because I saw Sneaky's pocket pick, and I was like, ah, oh, Sneaky's my boy. So um, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, I play a lot of Zaya. I don't win very often with Zaya, um, but that's because. I feel like she's really good very late game and my games never go very late anymore um so yeah uh ban wise i always ban caitlin she's fucking dumb i have been i do ban master yi quite a bit now because i don't want that shit on my team and i don't want to play against it um yeah uh then going on to uh rank threes flex threes whatever you want to say i moved up to gold three um, no, I'm sorry. I was at gold three last time we talked. So sitting at uh, 55 LP and I've been playing a lot of Nidalee in that one. Um, I, I don't want to play, I don't like jungle. Uh, so I like to play Nidalee in lane, which isn't very good, but I like Nidalee as a champion. And then you see Mike, the motherfucking young uh, playing it and it's just like uh, I've always loved this champion um, so she's like one of the first transformer champions that I've just I just fell in love with her she's amazing so I'm trying to make her work not working out to my favor but I mean I'm sitting at gold 3 with 55 LP and I literally only play that map when I'm getting ready to play 5s because I don't play any normal games because I hate normals so not bad for you know fucking being gold three so did you see the um the smithy played nidalee today i didn't i didn't i haven't got to watch any games yet so um i also saw that uh xerxes played um uh kindred your favorite and i believe that they lost 14 to something <laughs> so um yeah f that champion yeah <laughs> that's a rant for another day fix it <clears throat> just fix her okay um 
Cool. Um, do we? Do you have anything else as far as like solo duo queue or anything like that? Yes. Okay. Yes, oh, I that's do. right. Oh shit. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I'm so. Here for it. So, uh, in our last podcast, you brought up like, hey, Cloud9 is facing off against Immortals. We should do like, we should have steaks, right? And not like steaks, like food, but like Ooh, steaks. That'd be nice too, though. Oh, shit. Right? You want to bring up a steak? And, and I was like, I was like, oh, uh, what money and stuff like that. Can't do it. But I thought about it. And we're going to have alternate steaks at hand. So. Should Immortals win, you have to play 10 matches on your choice of Teemo (laughs) or Master Yi. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Now, you have to come up up with an... Oh, no, I have to come up with with your punishment? who do you not like to play that doesn't i mean i feel like i don't know your league play well, style you know, well enough you know you know that i'm angry at kindred right now That's and you true. know that i've gotten sick of kane by now um yeah but kane's fun to play yeah he is fun to play that's that's the only upside to him but i mean okay okay i'll, I'll... also lose on him hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna check the the actual like champions and so i could <laughs> so i could actually tell you like who i don't like and i will i will be honest with you so uh so if cloud nine loses said game <clears throat> game meaning a best of three correct best of three a best of three then i have to play 10 does that have to be 10 straight like within a week or how does that work it has to it needs to be your 10 like the next 10 matches after the their match ends oh shit Um, for you that's you could get through that in like the course of like a day i'm not going to be able to get through my matches for the course of like two weeks if if i lose so um uh, okay I'm trying to give you options right now. So, uh, so knowing your skill level, <laughs> um, I, I'm okay with this. All right, so say Cloud9 wins, which they will. Um, I would like you to play 10 straight games of your choice. See, I don't know if you like playing that. Of your choice of Riven, uh-huh. Kindred, uh-huh. and I'll give and I'll give you one more. One uh, more. Aatrox. Aatrox. Yeah, I saw you played him, but I saw that it literally ended so quickly. I don't know what happened. But I played him. I played him out of anger because I didn't get to play Kane. You know what? No, no. <laughs> uh, do you like Aatrox? Um, I, I'm gonna change. For, I'm gonna change it anyway. For, for the short part of the match, yeah, I don't know if they if they actually did this, but it felt like it. It felt like they had nerfed his base attack speed. 
because he has attack speed on his passive now. So when I jumped into the match, I like trying to clear the jungle. I felt like shit. Yeah, like, it felt really bad. No, I don't I'm, know what the hell they did to him. I'm changing mine completely, by the way. So if Cloud Nine wins, I got it. You have to play ten straight games of Tarek top. Deal. Yeah. Deal. You got it, dude. Sure. I, I'm telling you, it's not gonna be that great, but. And we we don't have to do these in ranked. No, we have to I mean, play. These, but I, we don't I mean, to do I will because I don't play anything but ranked. But I know. So wait, <laughs> who who are you going to play? Are you going to play team or are you going to play DE? So am I allowed to alternate? So mm. am I allowed to like pick Yi and play Yi for like three games and then say Yi's banned? I can play Teemo. Sure. But in that case, I need an alternate just in case Tark. Okay. Which Kendrick. he might be. Kindred. Oh, that fucking sucks. It's in normals too, so uh you can yeah. play you can play both of those in any position. Wouldn't it be funny if I like learn during this I, I start popping off and, uh, on Kindred? I would, I originally was gonna do Mordekaiser because I know you were talking about how you should just you just should just learn Mordekaiser because he sounds so fucking broken. But uh, I went over to the support page and I was like, no, Tarek, I want to see if I want, like, in, like, two weeks from now, you to come back and be like, so remember that long rant I had about Tarek? Yeah. Uh, apparently, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> hey, hey, if I climbed to gold on Tarek. I mean, I'd be so proud of you. I really would. So, okay, this, uh, I don't want to, we're He'll almost. get nerfed. He'll get nerfed before I even get out of bronze three. I right. guarantee. So uh, So we're we're severely, severely running late. It's almost two hours in. Um yeah. cool. So that that does it for um uh, was this episode twelve? Episode twelve of the Twisted Trio podcast. Uh, episode one, two. One, two, 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 two. Um plugs time. Um if you like us, you should visit us on our Facebook page, the Twisted Trio Podcast, on Facebook.com. Go ahead and share us, share the page with anybody. Uh, once you share us, your name will be put into a list that we have. And at the end of a week, once we do get another person, no one listens to us apparently, um, <laughs> we'll pull a random name from the said list. And that person will get a free skin of 975 or better random skin um, paid for by Steve. And we... Uh, what? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, he helps the podcast out. Love the guy. Um, so yeah, and uh, leave us a iTunes review. We have none right now. Um, but yeah, if you want to leave us a, on iTunes, we are there as well. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, we're going to be at mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. And anything else you want to say, um, I always say this, and I'm telling you, eventually I'm going to do it. Um, we're going to hop on our Twitter and just start blowing people up. The problem is I work uh, 2 to 10, so the very first day of uh, League of Legends at the LCS... I actually can't even watch it, so I can't participate in the Twitter feeds and stuff. So maybe I'll have Ricky or someone else um, who has that time to look at stuff. 
uh, tweet, but I think we should do more tweeting. I think it'd be just nice to be a part of a community, you know, Ricky? Yeah. Yeah, so, we gotta um, get in there. Yeah, so we gotta we'll, get fans. We gotta get out there. Hey, everyone, we love you. Please come listen to us. Yay! Talk for two hours too long. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I have, <laughs> I have fun. I, I don't care if anybody listens. This is fun to me. So cool. Uh, well, that does it for this episode. Thank you again for listening. If you did listen, um, sorry again. I know it's it's a twisted trio, uh, Jared literally just got back from vacation uh caesar's mic's not working jared's also uh trying to move into a house uh renovating and stuff so uh it's just been me ricky or me and caesar but we'll have a full crew back sooner or later um so yeah cool beans uh that does it for this episode thank you again for listening and we'll catch you guys later bye-bye bye-bye Thank you.